The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. All you people out there who are like, these idiots don't know anything. First of all, you're right. And second of all, Pat. I didn't think that the Vikings would get a W last week being 6-1, and one, which was also Josh Allen's coin flip record from the year 2021. And Rando. We have this trust built on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. On Buffalo Rumbles. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando. Still here on a Monday making our game picks because we got Pat on the line, but this episode will be coming out Friday. So we're getting you guys ready for the weekend matchups ahead of you. Uh, this is Buffalo Rumble League's podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and all that at Not Buff Podcast. Gentlemen, we got a pretty good slate here. Obviously nice when your team takes that many losses and is still favored by 14 points. So yeah. uh, we'll be we'll be picking a nice fat spread. First double-digit point spread for the Bills this year. So that's pretty exciting. A lot of double-digit point spreads around the NFL this coming week, but we're going to pick some of the closer ones here. So uh, without further ado, let's make some picks. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the Pick 6 Pick'ems. First game we got on the docket, Seattle going into Cincinnati. Cincinnati surprised a lot of people by looking like the Cincinnati of old this past week. Cincinnati is two and a half point favorites. Brenda, how you, uh, how you feeling about this one? Well, I'm going to go with a stat here that Pete Carroll is seven and six coming off bye weeks in his career in Seattle. So I'm going to take the Bengals since they've returned to form. Jamar Chase is open, throw it to him and he scores. That was a really interesting stat. That was like, that seemed like highly inconclusive either way. I think a, a good coach is averages. like rock star off after a bye. Like Sean McDermott's record on a bye. Andy Reid's record on a bye. They're, they're double digit wins and not a lot of losses. I want to say Andy record, Andy Reid's record off a bye is ridiculous. Yeah, it's usually, usually pretty He's good. Oh, you're saying and just four. by having an average off the bye record that yeah. doesn't bode well. Okay, yeah, gotcha. So like Andy Reid, 27 and four off of a bye. The dude's yeah. a freak. That's what she said. <laughs> so <laughs> give me the Bengals. Nice. All right, Pat, what about you? Uh, well, that that Bengals uh, Cardinals game, pretty, pretty, you know, nice to watch. But also that Seahawks Giants game, 
not nice to watch at all. I absolutely like burned my eyes to watch. So um, yeah, that was take rough. the Bengals. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys on this one. I I think the Bengals have kind of returned. Like Joe Burrow looked a little bit better this week. So if they keep that going, they'll win. But you never know when there's going to be a clunker, and it's just going to look like you know. I mean, like the Cincinnati Bengals have looked for this year, which is not good. So Cincinnati across the board for all three of us there. Baltimore is going into Tennessee. Baltimore is three point favorites in this one. Pat, you want to take this one first? Well, Baltimore did not look very good last week. I'm taking Baltimore L. Disappointing. Yes. Yeah. Weird divisional matchup. Those guys always have weird games. They Steelers do. and Ravens. Well, you know who I'm going to pick. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Tyan Ranahill. Ranahill. Tyan Ranahill and the Tennessee Titans. Brando, what about you? Yeah, I read a stat, or maybe they said it on the broadcast, that Ravens and Steelers game seven years in a row, the winning score hasn't eclipsed 20 total points. Neither team. They're all these low scoring battles, but no, I, if I, if I was in a survival pool, my buddy Tim asked me what team to pick and he lost cause he picked the bills, but I told him to pick the Ravens. So I would have been out. I had a 14 parlay that missed because of the Ravens. I should have cashed out when they were up. They were up 10 to two, I think at one point. And I had like a cash out option where it was almost like $10 less than what it would have been, but I would have already doubled my money. I should have done that. So Lamar Jackson's coming back. MVP Lamar. This week against Ryan Tanny, it's too much an advantage. Go Ravens, crush Tanny's soul. Yeah, I think ten- Tennessee's defense, I don't think, is going to be able to deal with Baltimore as well as the Steelers did this past week. So I'm, I'm going to take Baltimore on that one as well with you, Brando. Next up, this is an interesting spread. I want to get you guys' take on this. Do you think this is fair? San Francisco at Cleveland. San Francisco is favored by five. That's disrespect to my boy, Brock. <laughs> disrespect. <laughs> so also- also, is, is Deshaun Watson coming back? He was out this past week, right? They were on a bye. Were they on so a bye? He was okay. out before that, yeah. though. Who was that? They had that guy with the the hyphenated name, DTR. Do you know who I'm talking this about? Is so weird. I don't even know who's backup quarterback for the the Browns. Let me His look at their like, last it, box it, score. It's he has a hyphenated name. I want to say it's DTR. Dorian Thompson Robinson. DTR is right. Nice. Yeah, he was like a preseason hero, but he he's looked, down he to absolutely well dookie. Yeah, in that in that game, in the regular season game, they look absolutely dookie against my Tennessee Titans. But so how how are we picking here? How do we feel about that spread? Anybody they still don't know about they still don't know about Watson. He's still up in the air. So that's another reason why the line is so high. Interesting that the total is only thirty nine and a half. So they they're predicting what twenty three seventeen twenty two seventeen. Yeah, I mean these are two good defenses, and I don't think you're worried about. Cleveland putting up points at all. That's I was actually surprised that this San Francisco's only favored by five. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like the Cowboys defense is quote unquote good. Yeah. And they what did they put a 40 spot on them? Well, so. you saw you saw the Cowboys get lit up by Arizona as well, though. So they might not be as good as you think, but they played terrible yesterday. Maybe the Giants know, are Cleveland, just that bad. Like that's why Dallas's defense looked so good, you know, week one. Yeah. Because they were playing the Giants. That that helps your defense. Cleveland's defense at home first in EPA per play allowed and defensive success rate. Those both are not just at home. That's in the NFL in general, but I know at home, they are even like another level up compared to on their road. But Miles Garrett, I don't know. I'll still probably take the 49ers. 
but that game could be closer than people think. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's low scoring, then, you know, that five points becomes a lot bigger, I guess, too. You know, you could get, you could easily, I don't know what the weather looks like in Cleveland for Sunday, but you could get a, a slop fest there. It could be cold, it could be windy, it could be rainy. Yeah. Remnants of that know. first game they played against the Bengals. Right. Or it could be beautiful. Not trying to not trying to bag on Cleveland here. You know, similar weather to Buffalo. So I'm taking San Francisco as well. Pat, you for San Francisco on that one? Yes, win and cover. Nice. All right. Next up, we have Indy going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is favored by four in this one. Another interesting spread. This really kind of reflects the parody in the NFL, I guess, because I would I would put Jacksonville coming off that Bills win favorite at like five or six. But I, the Colts are sneaky good, dude. They're sneaky good. No yeah, Anthony and t- Richardson, though. He leaves again with like his ninth injury on the season through five games. Is it a concussion dude, again? No, AC joint. He did the same thing I did to mine. He's out three to four or four to five weeks, whatever it said. So, AC joint. So it's uh, so the king of the South, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, revenge game. How about that angle? Oh, got a lot I of revenge games that. on the slate here. Wait till you see what we've got next after this as far as revenge games. But uh, yeah, so Jacksonville favored by four. And it's in Jacksonville, too. I mean... I know Zach Moss has looked good, but I mean, if you're a Colts fan, what do you what do you think the path to victory is for this game? That Jonathan Taylor and uh, Zach Moss are just going to run over everybody? Yeah. I mean, I guess the Colts wide receivers have been playing well as of late, but Michael know. Pittman would say something to you. Yeah. yeah, John, what do you got? You go first this time. I'm going to take got? Jacksonville. I feel good about okay. it. I would take Jacksonville yeah. minus five or six, but then again, yeah. I was wrong three times last week. By the way, to recap our records here, which I always forget to do, Pat, you and I both went three and three. We had the same picks across the board. Brando, you went two and four because of the Arizona pick. Yeah. What were we thinking with the Rams like across the board? Uh, they look good, man. I, they look they good did. until they didn't. They look I good. I thought it was going to be a close game. Philly, Philly was favored by four. They ended yeah. up winning 23 to 14. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we all missed on the Buffalo pick. That makes everybody's record worse usually. And then Baltimore... That one, that one, I'll let, like, if you watch the way that game progressed, it was so weird. There was a safety in that game. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in that game. It was just weird. Anyway, so our overall records, Pat, you're at 12 and 18. I'm at 16 and 14. And Brandon, you're sitting at 500 at 15 and 15. All right. Could be worse. So got to make it into positive territory this week. Yeah. So uh, what, what say you about Jacksonville and Indy? Definitely the Jags, man. I think they're going to be good still. They played with such speed that threw the defense off. They were well coached. Like you said, Pat, Doug Peterson is a good head coach. They're going to take this Colts team and run them off the field, I think, on their defense. And Jonathan Taylor can only do so much. But the way that the Jags play on offense, Calvin Ridley, another big game if he doesn't drop the ball so much. And Evan Ingram over the middle, take advantage of those linebackers. And Travis Etienne can cook. So they got off to a slow start, but I think they're going to be a force. Yeah. Pat, you, uh, you with us on Jacksonville or you're picking Indy? I think they'll cover at least. I mean, you, we're crapping on my boy DeForest Buckner over here, <laughs> Darius Leonard. We're, forget, we're, we're forgetting that these are dudes out here. Um, are no, they? I don't know. Yeah. Pat, Patty's taking the points. I'm taking the points, dude. I, I, like I it. feel like the Colts are not that bad at all, really. Yeah. Well, Pat, you got to make up ground somehow here. You know, it's like, why well, not? Well, I only went 0 because I forgot to send in picks, technically. I mean, it could <laughs> be less off the slate. That is, if you were to have the record without the six picks, I, I think I would be over 500 or at exactly 500. Yeah. I was going to say, if you went three and three that week, you would have, it would have put you at 500, I believe. Cause then you'd be 15 and 15. Set an alarm, Pat. You got to set an alarm. 
Coles to cover. All right. Next up. This is the revenge game that I was talking about. You got multiple angles for this. This is New England at Vegas. So you've got Jimmy Garoppolo revenge game. Yes. You've got the Josh uh, McDaniels, Josh Aaron McDaniels revenge yep. game, according to Chandler Jones. Something like that. Anyway, Vegas is favored by three. Brando, you want to go first on this one, or is it no? Pat's I don't turn want to go Pat's, first on this. One. It's Pat's yeah. turn to go first. Oh, all right, Pat. Patriots have had their worst loss of all time and their second worst loss of all time under Bill Belichick in the last two weeks, back to back weeks. What what say you about how they'll fare in Vegas? Well, the anti Jimmy G Aiden O'Connell is not playing, so Jimmy G will be back out there. Um, which I liked Aiden O'Connell because you know he's an average looking dude does not look like he's in shape at all. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like Bill gets back on track. You know, it's kind of like, unfortunately, as a Bills fan, when Sean and Andy face off, you know, yeah, the master, the master. New England, has. New England and the points for Patty. Brandon, what about you? This is interesting. So I'm looking up a couple of stats now. I don't know if you've seen the clip about it. It's kind of gone its way around social media, but the first McDaniels Denver Broncos stint when they started like six and oh, and then he got caught cheating and they lost every game after that. Have you ever seen that? Kyle Orton under center. Yeah. They had Kyle Orton and he sent out Jay Cutler and the players were like, we knew exactly what was coming at the exact time it was coming. And he's like, I've never been more prepared for a game. And he's like, then all of a sudden, our camera guy stopped showing up and we got in trouble <laughs> and we lost every game the rest of the way. So I think that, so that was the first time they played. He beat them in uh so they've done it three times. He beat them in the Raiders game, that crazy game with the lateral backwards yeah. last year. Oh my they gosh. I forgot about that. Oh, that's such a funny Patriots highlight. Yeah, oh my God. It's hilarious. We love to I see love that. It. And then uh, he beat him then. So this will be their third meeting, but I was looking up a stat. I think Belichick's like 18 and 20 all time against his former assistants. Maybe there's a couple more this year of losses. I don't know. I didn't. This is from last year. So I'm going to take the Raiders only because these injuries, JC Jackson, it's so funny. They traded for JC Jackson. This <laughs> guy scratched. He signs a huge deal in LA and see you later. Adios. Yep. Back to New England. Um, so I'm going to take the Raiders only because I don't like New England this year. Mac Jones, <laughs> Bailey Zappi, <laughs> New England. Yeah. Brando, I'm with I'm with you on this one. I'm less confident in this pick because you never know when New England's defense is going to show up or they'll yeah. put together like a good game. But I mean, like you got to think they're not going to lose by 30 points again. It's hard to do that against you know you know in back to back yeah. weeks. The Cowboys are good, granted, but like the Saints, I don't know if anyone thinks the Saints are world beaters this year and they just put up what was it 34 to nothing against yeah. the, the Patriots. So. Well, and what's the farthest into a season Bill Belichick's ever been winless as a head coach? Also, they have a win, right? He's not over. I think he's one and four. Who did they beat in their second game? The Jets, fifteen to ten in the second game of the oh, season. Oh yes, yes, that's right, okay. that's right. Yeah. Well, you know Zach Wilson; he's a world beater, so you know. Yeah. Whatever, big dub for the Pats. Um, but. <laughs> All right, so Brandon and I got Las Vegas in that one. Pat has New England. Last on the slate, the Giants are coming to Buffalo. This is Sunday night football. So uh, apologies to everyone else out there and apologies to us. Cause we're gonna have to listen to Chris Collinsworth for the entirety of this game. Yeah. So uh life hack, turn on your TV, mute it, and then put on 96, five or wherever you listen to the bills. John, you can't do that, but um, I know you gotta get a, you gotta get a handheld radio so you can sync it up live to the play by play. Like the, I'm do this with. Yeah. There's a couple oh, guys yeah. that do that, that I push the old timers. They bring their big old radio, they clip it in their pocket and they put the headphones in. That's living a life right there. Yeah. I wish I could do that, but obviously the uh, terrestrial radio signals are not very strong down here from Buffalo and Western <laughs> New York. Anyway, I'll go first on this one. I'm going to take the Bills minus 14 revenge game. 
defense might let up. I mean, a, a bad defense could hold Daniel Jones to 10 points at this point, I feel like. So Bills put up a big offensive performance against a lackluster defense. Sorry, Brian Dale revenge game. You just don't have the horses this year. I think he'll still be a good co- coach, but that team would be best suited to get the first draft pick next year. Caleb Williams, uh, baby. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm taking Buffalo minus 14. Pat, what about you? This is a, this is a pretty big spread. Uh, well, what was the last big spread we had? We covered too. I feel like, didn't we play the Texans two years ago and we had a 14-point yeah, spread? Yeah, 40-0, we won that game in the rain. So, I mean, we've done it, but also, like, I feel like if anyone knew where Josh was weakest, it would be Brian Dable. So, like, Bills to win, but not to cover. Um, All right, Patty. Patty in the points for the third pick in a row. Got some Pat. You can make up some real ground based on this this slate. It's going to be real good or real bad. Promise you that. Yeah. Brandon, what about you? There's an interesting stat, and if you're like a big time better, you might follow it. It's the away double digit underdog, and the under always hits. I don't know if you've ever seen this trend where they talk about it, but if you get a double digit point spread, and the away team's coming in to look at the unders for the games, I don't know how. Accurate. I am telling this story, so I, I could be totally wrong, but I want to say it hits like 60, angle. 60 something percent of the time. But then again, if you look at the NFL, these are two totally contradicting stats. But after crunching numbers, double digit favorites are an astounding 69 and 51 and one against the spread. So it's about 60% win rate, and that's from fast break bets. So their stats going either way. But give me the Bills, they're, they're going to blow this team out. Except Brian Dable. Could be the one team, one guy that could get into Josh Allen's head on defense. I think Brian Dable is going to be running the meetings for the Giants on offense and defense. He's going to be in there taking care of business. And uh, it could be scary, but I think the Bills will pull away at the end. Well, good good little test for Josh to uh, be able to go against his worst instincts, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, Brian Dable is not going to throw amazing, talented players at him or anything like that. It's going to be, he's just going to try to make him impatient and stuff like that. And so if you're Josh, you don't have to conquer Brian Dable in this game. You have to conquer Josh. So as long as he can do that, I feel like that's a, uh, that sounds like an good, anime arc or something. Like, yeah. You, know, you want a lesson going forward. Talk Star Wars here. It's Anakin <laughs> and Obi, right? They're battling who gets the, who gets the win. Which time here are we talking about? Cause like, I, know, you know, I just, I just hope that Josh Allen has the high ground in this equation. Yeah. Because uh, Brian Dable, I don't think Brian Dable's making that backflip to the high ground, though. Oh, Whatever what would Josh jump. Allen have to do to become Darth Vader? Would he have to like play for a different team? Yeah, yeah leave for the and yeah, play. Oh, end up paying for the pay. Oh my God, I think that would be it. Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, drops let's let's not here. talk about these dark timelines. We <laughs> let's get a break in here really quick. We'll be yeah. back. Uh, Brandon and I will record Brandon's bets on Wednesday night. So uh, stick around and. Uh, Brandon's bets got to bounce back after a two and zero start. Now we're now we're two BS. and three. So uh, it's BS because Ken, Dalton Kincaid had his third reception and it got called back on a penalty. Yep. So oh, I was me, sitting Brando, there. I w- I would have won. I had a great parlay <sighs> and that was the only leg that didn't hit. I uh, yeah. Anyway, I, w- I would be uh, about one hundred and eighty dollars richer this week if that penalty hadn't been called. So stupid. Believe me, I'm I'm upset too. But anyway, well, stick around. We're going to do better this week. It's going to be good. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Time for Brando's Bets. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. What is it? Week six now. We're going into week six now. We get caught up in our lives. It goes by so fast. You know, we look forward to it all year and to be over 37% of the way done, you know, maybe plus or minus playoff games. It's going quick. So that means we got to do better. Brandon's best has got to do better, right? We got to, we got to get up off the schneid. So I have one for you today. It's a little bit of a softball, especially if Danny Get sacked. Jones plays quarterback for the Giants. Even if former Bill Tyrod Taylor plays, I think this would be a good bet for the Bills. What Daniel Jones leads the NFL in getting sacked, right? Daniel Jones has been sacked 16 times in the last two games, 10 times Monday night in Seattle. He's absorbed 28 sacks, the second highest total in the league behind Washington. Sam Howell's 29. Okay, so he's one off the lead league. Not good. Not good numbers, especially when your O-line is hurt. So I found this prop. On DraftKings, it's who's to get sacked first, Daniel Jones or Josh Allen. And Josh Allen's like plus 110 and Daniel Jones is minus 150. I'm going to take minus 150 Daniel Jones to get sacked before Josh Allen. And I'm going to, you know, if minus 150, you got to bet 50 to win what, like 30? Yeah, so it's bet 150 to win 100. Okay. So yeah. I think it's good returns on your money. And this, And when this happens, you're praying that Mitch Morris's hands are like, warm because you don't want to have a bad snap and have him fall on the ball and get (laughs) sacked that way or have to have like a scramble play called and then he like trips behind the line and it counts as a sack you know nothing fluky but straight up even with our guys I even think it's juiced a little bit because of our injuries but if Greg Rousseau is playing Ed Oliver is playing I think and Von Miller is going to get 30 30 snaps, maybe. I don't know if Greg Rousseau is going to play this week. Is he practicing yet? I haven't been seeing Let's find out. injury reports. Well, his foot is still bothering him. Okay, he was limited in practice today. Yeah. And we're recording this on Wednesday, yeah. by the way. So Friday is the day. Friday. Right? You want to watch on Friday. If you're tuning in to our show Friday morning, go look at like 1130 in the afternoon or 1130 in the morning. And see what Sean McDermott says about practice. So if, if Russo practices on Friday, I I think this is even more of a lock. But I think the way Daniel Jones plays quarterback, it doesn't matter who's on our D-line, they're going to get at him. So Daniel yeah. Jones to get sacked before Josh Allen. And especially if the Bills defer, if they win the toss, you know, we get the first opportunity. I like so, that angle. I like that but, angle. Obviously, uh, it's Wednesday here, so individual player props aren't out yet. But I, I think I'm going to like whatever James Cook uh, like rushing plus receiving total is he's been consistent this year. He missed it this past week, but I think in a game that you're expecting to play from ahead, you'd like to see that nice bump in rushing yards and the receiving yards is there is like a protection, right? You know, you never know when his production is going to come from, you know, a Josh Allen scramble yeah. and that, that one play where he had like a 40 or 50 yard mm-hmm. reception or something like that. So I usually like those angles, maybe even just like an alternate rushing total straight up, like put him in a parlay, like James Cook, 40 or 50 rushing yards and, you know, Stefan Diggs over 50 receiving yards. And that'll probably get you to like negative 110 plus 100 ish. Anything on Diggs, the guy is going to have 
you know, we talked about it before the season, 99 catches for his over under, like go get a mortgage and put it on that. This is not financial advice, but <laughs> Steph Diggs is going over 99 catches, right? Anything. He's the only one that's consistent on this offense. Gabe Davis had a nice week last week. Gabe Davis has a touchdown in over half his games played. I think it's every other game. So he hit last week. Yep. Will he hit again? I don't know. I, I really think playing against Brian Dable is scary. And this is the stat, John. I saw this. It was by the Action Network headquarters. 11 of 11 teams coming back from London have either been tied or trailing in the fourth quarter the following week without a bye. To add to this too, okay, so coming back, I went to Europe in like 2017 mm-hmm. or something like that. Coming back, you're waking up if you have adjusted. Now, granted, again, they weren't there for the whole week. Maybe part of the sports science of this was like, next game. okay, we're not going to go all out for this yeah. week, but it's going to help the next week and you know, it better, Yeah. <laughs> by the way. But coming back, your body wants to, and all the Bills fans who went to the game are probably experiencing this now. Your body wants to wake up. Like, I was waking up at like 4 or 5 in the morning every morning. It was the most productive I've ever been in my life because for like a week when you're coming back, your body goes to bed at, you know, it feels like you're really staying up late if you stay up past 9 and you're getting up super early and you're you're ready to go. Do people not feel like that normally? <laughs> <laughs> I do not feel like it's okay to get up at four in the morning. Uh, no, like I mean you you have that kind of schedule. So no, like it's eight thirty six right now and it's like half an hour till bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, to add to this, it's it's not a Sunday one o'clock game. You're not getting up at an earlyish time. And you only have a, you know, a four to five hour pregame ritual. Like you have to go through this entire, this is a night game too. So you're going to be tired. I I used to hate like certain, like I loved night games in football in high school when you had school the day and it was, but like Saturday night games, you know, and on top of that, our coach had us do some pretty ridiculous pregame routines that just had us all tired out. You know, we were like running plays at 10 in the morning that day and then, doing four hours of film study and stuff like that. Like it gets exhausting and you're exhausted by the time you get to the game. So I never liked like, I mean, I think about it now golfing after school. I know it's not even anything physical, but after all day long, it's not, not for me. I play worse. I don't like playing at night and <laughs> it's just different when you're a professional athlete and you have the greatest health care probably in the world outside of maybe some for, for at least when you play, not after you play. Yeah, but. no, I mean, I wouldn't even call it the greatest <laughs> NFL PA, the greatest access that. to medical technology. Is that a better way to put it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah more so than the average yeah. person. So there's no Pretty reason bit. I don't give these guys a pass. I don't care. You give me <laughs> $52 million a year, man. I'll be ready to go at any time of day. You want to play at three in the morning, three in the afternoon. You, you call me, I'll be there rested and prepped. But a trend like that to be 11 of 11. And we kind of talked about it before. I remember... I should have looked it up again. I didn't look it up, but there's some sort of betting trend where if it's a double digit road underdog to take the under and those teams cover more than they don't relative to other double digit underdogs. I think it's uh, it's something to be wary about. So I think I coming in here, guns blazing, think you're going to go 44 to 10. I don't think that's how it's going to play out. I think it'll be a little bit closer than People are saying it's going to be, I think the Brian Dable effect is going to be a big, big, big time play. But if you are tired for this game, then I think, have you ever watched that the movie where it's about Kurt Warner and he starts his journey? 
Oh, oh, oh! I haven't watched that. What is that? Wasn't that like called quarterback or something too? But it's like I can't tell you the story. Kurt Warner and he gets a a American something. Right, he gets a gig. He's doing (laughs) groceries. Right, he's bagging groceries because he doesn't get drafted or whatever. And he gets a walk-on tryout for the Packers, I think. And he -hmm. drives in there that day, goes into practice, and the coach is like, "All right, Warner, you're up." And Kirk's like, "Well, I'm not ready yet." I didn't get a chance to look at the playbook and he gets cut like on the spot the next day because he's not, he wasn't ready. So if anybody says that they're tired or this is still affecting them, yeah, you're cut. Like Kurt Warner got cut. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they say it it takes one day to recover per time zone, right? So you're coming back. It's like what, five or six time zones. So interesting. They've been back for long enough that you think that they should be fully recovered by that time. Also, I want to put this out here. Feel better about the Brian Dable effect. Coaching is a huge part of the NFL, but if your players can't yeah. do on the field, like like if this was last year's Giants team, I might be worried, but we all consider, you know, Bill Belichick one of the premier coaches in the NFL, even if, you know, we want to say that he's over the hill or something like that. And he has been beat by 34 and 35 points consecutively the past yeah. two weeks. So what's more of a swing, so the it, Brian Dable effect or the Daniel Jones effect? It's well, it, the Daniel Jones effect cancels any Brian Dable effect. I think out it cancels me, any you know? effect of any player or any coach of all time ever. Cause he's just going to get sacked 28 times and throw interceptions. I think the best thing that Brian Dable is going to be able to do is just give keys to his defense about, okay, you might take away Josh's favorite thing. Yep. But the Bills just have too many things that they can beat you with. And the only thing that stops the Bills is themselves, yeah. usually. Yeah. You know, it's stupid penalties. It's uh, lackluster play calling in certain stretches. And I don't even blame Ken Dorsey overall like a lot of people do. But, you know, sometimes if you, if you get out of the rhythm of your play calling and stuff isn't working, like that's just going to, you know, your offense stalls. That's yeah. how it goes. Worst case scenario, though, you come in here and you see a Tyrod game where he goes... And it's, they were talking about it on WGR today. And they're like, what's the worst case scenario that could ever happen on the radio? And Bulldog was like, you know, away from the mic, people think about a bad day at work, right? So what is a bad day as a host on WGR 550? And Mike was like, if Tyrod has a revenge game and we lose this game and the day Monday after the game would be the worst day ever, because what do you say? How do you answer that? You're three and three. You're down in the division now, multiple games. Oh, the Giants are like, Saquon, take the ball. Tyrod, throw it deep every time. That's the game plan. Handoff. That's a good bomb. question. Is uh, is Saquon going to be healthy for this game? Matt Breida, you didn't like Buffalo? They cut you? Here, take the ball. Cole Beasley, touchdown. Go, right. take the ball. I'm not, wor- I'm not worried about... <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Matt Breida. I'm not really super worried. Let, let's look at Matt Breida's rushing totals bad. for the last few They're weeks. Bad. I mean, I'm sure he hasn't gotten that many chances because I think he has one touchdown on his first start, right? Because anybody that streamed him for fantasy got lucky and it made it like serviceable because they got nine points out of him. Last three games, he has gone 21, 30, 17. And those are all games where Saquon was out, I believe. Oh, wow. So uh, nine carries, 14 carries, and well, four carries before that. So maybe just the past two games. Interesting. Those are not good numbers. With long long runs of eight and five yards. Wow. He's a burner. Well, maybe yeah. you look at the so, under for Matt Breedham. I mean, it's going to be a low yeah. number. <laughs> well, 
I would bet. So I have a little bonus here, John. And I was kind of browsing around sure. doing my thing, looking at games. And I, I put together this three game parlay, but I bought points back. So they're all pretty big favorites, but it starts with chiefs minus three. I think the Broncos seem to play the chiefs pretty strong. Russell Wilson, they still score enough and Kansas city. I just didn't like the the point spread there. And I think Kansas city can win by three, but it'll be closer than people think. So I, I, I bought the points on a three Miami dolphins minus four and a half, which I think is the safest bet out of the bunch. You can play with that a little bit more if you feel confident. I mean, the Panthers don't look confident. Frank Wright talking about the owners having a hand. That was an interesting yeah, clip. Having a hand inside their team decision-making process. And I'd just be like, oh my God, if you work for a micromanager, you're going to want to look for another job real fast. So not a fan. And then yeah. the final leg of that parlay, Buffalo minus five, because I hate the 14 and a half, whatever it is. I really hate the line. I think the bills are... I don't like it. I don't like these stats coming back from London. I don't like what I've been seeing. I think the Bills are going to win. They can win by 10. I don't like 14, 14 and a half, whatever it's ballooning up to now. But if you take those three numbers, you take Chiefs minus three, Dolphins minus four and a half, Bills minus five, and you parlay it together, it's minus 103. I'm trying to look at uh, final scores from last year and compare it to like something that we could see this year because I, I agree with you. Like we, we definitely might be in for a low scoring win. See the Raven bills. Ravens last year was 23, 20 chiefs um, bills, 24, 20. See, yeah. and then, I mean, not even a, to talk about the bills. I'm, I'm looking at the chiefs Broncos games. Chiefs win 27, 24 chiefs win 34, 28 chiefs win 28, 24 chiefs win 22, 16. Chiefs win 22-9. Chiefs win 43-16. So, no, that's eight games there, and six of them are within one score. Yeah. So, you know, we could root for the Broncos. Yeah, I went back two seasons here, but, yeah, you never know when you're going to get, like, a 20-13 to game or something stupid, you know? It's like they could could definitely have that here, and uh, all that matters is the last game. That's what I keep telling myself, especially with these injuries and stuff like that. I'm still holding out hope that, you know, was it last year? Hyde was out for the season, but he would have been ready for the Super Bowl. If, hypothetically. If they would have played it uh, hypothetically, right? Yeah. You just got to hope for something like that from guys like Matt Milano and uh, Daquan Jones. But I guess we will see. I'm, I'm nervous to say the least. This this season was never going to be a cakewalk, but it's it'll definitely be interesting. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to earn Allen, their... the only man who can truly save us. <laughs> they're going to earn their money. And I'm glad. I'd rather have the offense be healthy and sling it around and go score because yeah, that's how you got to do it. But we will see. We will see. I'm looking yeah. forward to the atmosphere Sunday. It's going to be a wet one, not ideal weather conditions, October, cold night, rain. That's the world. Would you rather be though? No, I'd rather be warm and watching the game, but it's going to be awesome. If yeah. anybody needs a ride in their <laughs> wet wheelchair, I got you. Wear some good shoes. Bring the energy you brought against but. the Dolphins because it really messed Tua up. And if Daniel Jones hears that, he might just be like, my head hurts. I'm going to go back in the blue tent. So <laughs> That classic Daniel Jones confused at the line look. We've all seen yeah. the clip. You know what I'm talking about. But All right. Well, you guys know where to find us on all platforms at Not Buff Podcast. Check us out on video platforms like YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, and TikTok for video content. We're looking forward to the game. Brandon will be there pushing around wheelchairs like go you said. Go team, go. And uh, until then, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.